we've got also assurances from the post bank, which pays uh, most of our clients who are using the Sasa Gold Card regarding their transactions being online. And I just checked when just before this interview as well. They've also indicated that they are, everything is running at 100%. So with regard to those beneficiaries who were affected, you say um, the post-bank gold card holders, can you just explain to us there how many people exactly were affected and whether everyone has been paid everything that was due to them, Mr. Pizzi? Okay, the, the, the payment for December, um, you know, went well at the end with over 90% of clients being paid by now. Um, I can assure you as well that um, some of the queries that we got from our clients related, for example, to uh, we found out, for example, when we indicated when we checked client by client on a client by client basis, that for example, some clients were uh, changing key details almost every day, and that affects the system and it delays their payments. Mr. Pitsy, you know, just for clarity on my end, and I, I'm hoping this would be beneficial to um, someone who's listening who may also be affected by this. So the postbank gold card holders, if the post office had a problem, did this mean that they were unable to actually access their uh, grants from another source, uh, you know, be it from one of the retailers or another bank, for example? Well, in December, they could not access it specifically from the post bank. But last week, they could not access it um, universally, which means on uh, any other national payment system. But that has since been resolved. And on Friday, uh, the post office also issued an apology to our clients and indicated that uh, uh, they are back on, on, on track. So we do know that the post office is beset with its own set of challenges, uh, problems perhaps more accurately than challenges at this stage. So are you anticipating any further problems of this nature going forward? What guarantees do you have as Sasa that we won't see a recurrence of what's happened here? Okay, from the Sasa side, um, we start preparation for for payments um, Sakina, almost four, three weeks before, for example, the current payment cycle that we are in, we started payment uh, preparations as early as December 20, uh, 20, uh, 2022, the 16th of December. That's when we started payment and preparing files for our clients, verifying, reconciling files, so that we're ready to send payments to, 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 to different national payment system service providers. And uh, I think on the post bank side, the post bank would be best suited to respond in terms of the issues that uh, relate to them. Mm. But but my question was whether mm. there were any guarantees, assurances given to SASA by the post office that there won't be a recurrence of this problem. They have assured us that they are working 24 hours to make sure that they've got reliable IT systems. And, and, and they've put teams around to make sure that they resolve all the glitches that they experience now and then. Mm, now and then. And that is perhaps a problem. So in the, these circumstances, Mr. Pizzi, if someone wanted to change, you know, from the post bank to another facility, are they, were, are they able to do that without any much hassle? Indeed, Sakina. We actually, we've been always encouraging our clients to use uh, 
to take advantage of the multiple payment systems that are available in the country for them to access their clients. So we encourage clients, those who, who want to switch or uh, use other payment systems or platforms, to use their right to do so. And then uh, just perhaps on a slightly different issue, but still pertaining to the SRD grant, Mr. Pizzi, um, some of our listeners, you know, complain about uh, the verification process. Now, I know in previous conversations uh, with your counterparts from SASA, it has been stressed uh, that, you know, this is necessary so as to ensure that there is no fraud or any other malfeasance um, in this particular process. But uh, people, you know, are raising the issue of uh, this verification process that happens every month and then sometimes recipients are disqualified from receiving the SRD grant because someone may have paid, say, 600 into their account to buy a child's school clothes or something and this once of payment then leads to their disqualification. Um, yes, in terms of the rules that apply to the grant, Sakina, the, 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 there is a the means test that must be passed in terms of the uh, SRD grant. And and one of them is that there should you should not be any more than uh, 624 in your account. Um, as we verify, not only your account, but even your identity when, when our system interferes with other government systems. Uh, we proof, we check and verify clients, not only from the financial point of view, even from the identity point of view, to make sure that we pay the right client at the right time. But I want to emphasize this, Sakina, uh, uh, regarding the, the payment of, of, of grants, you know, of, of the 350. Uh, clients must always provide us with the correct personal details, you know, because we verify this information every month. We found that, for example, in the December payment, even now that we are about to do it in December, that we still, in January, that we verify that clients uh, don't provide the right and correct personal details. Some of some of our clients also use one same phone number, for example, uh, multiple times, and that is why sometimes when they try to access their grants, they can't access some of their grants. That's true to them. Mm. People in the early days when uh, this uh, prog- process was first unfolding were explaining mm. that sometimes someone would help them, uh, therefore, you know, they would use the same number uh, for multiple people or some people simply do not have access to a phone and therefore would be using perhaps someone else's uh, telephone or a computer to actually access uh, the necessary information. So... You know, do you mitigate for things like that, Mr. Pizzi? Um, there are multiple ways in which you can you receive your grant. For example, you can get it through the uh, bank. You can get it through a um, cash spend, you know. And, and you know, our research based on the 350, uh, Sakina, is very interesting. It's, you know, in the first few months, even when people say that the, the technology that we're using is advanced and people don't have access to it, you know over 15 million, well, 10 million plus people applied for the CR50 grant when we, when we started it for the first time. And it was during the lockdown. People never had access to a lot of uh, technology or access, but somehow they were able to apply and access to, have access to, to this grant. So it is true that while there are uh, certain impediments regarding this grant, a large number of people continue to uh, get access to it. On average now, we're paying about 5 million people every month for the 350. And we pay it any other day 
after we paid all other grants. Every any other day. Mr. Pizzi, we'll have to leave it there for today. But of course, um, uh, just before you go, Pram uh, Sogaba says, uh, Sakina, when is the pending payment? Uh, when will that be paid? So uh, I'm not too sure. But um, just so you know, Mr. Pizzi, perhaps we will be in touch again just to get further details about payments that are still outstanding for some of the grant recipients. But uh, we'll leave it there for now. Muabi um, Pizzi is the acting SASA spokesperson. On SAFM. Well, let's just stay with that story for a little bit. Um, and uh, for the impact of these non-payments of social grants on recipients, we join on the line uh, by Daddy Mabe, who's uh, from hashtag pay the grants. Uh, Mr. Mabe, thanks for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Oh, thank you, uh, SK, and compliments of the same to you and your team. And to you. Now, uh, we just spoke to uh, Sasa's Mr. PT and uh, Sasa and Postbank experience, uh, or Postbank rather, experienced some technical glitches during the months of November and December. Couldn't pay uh, the uh, grants on time. So, just speak to us very briefly, Mr. Mabe, about the impact that the non-payment of uh, these grants on time actually has on the recipients. Um, Sakina, in short, like you're saying, what is happening, it's beyond wrong. It's beyond unethical. It is immoral and something that is bothering on criminality. Because, look, there is a clear passion, psychosocial passion of the recipient. Imagine yourself expecting a payment, your salary, and every single month, it gets deferred, it's not paid, it's, or something like that. How much of an anxiety are these people subjected to? For us to appreciate the damage that is happening here, you must go to the families where these people are living and see the kind of impact this is happening. I mean, this is taking to, 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 what's called to, to the communities. That is why we are saying it's something very serious. Now, unfortunately, we don't have time, but we will really appreciate if we can get some more time so that we can discuss this in very fair. Because, uh, Sakina, like we've emphasized before, we have come to a point where we want to make a declaration that the people that are receiving this money must not be referred to as beneficiaries, as if they are being made a favor. These are claimants who, are, who have right to, to claim in terms of the wealth of this country. And... Nobody's doing anybody a favor, and we must not be treated as such. I think, uh, Daddy Mavi, you make a very interesting, very, um, you know, uh, some would say contentious point, but. I certainly want to take this further because I also want to speak to you about, you know, economic justice, just how far this stretches, because 350 is a bare minimum. And if it still gets paid late, you know, how that impacts on those who are waiting for this money at any given point in time. But I do promise that we will come back to the conversation. But for today, we'll have to leave it. Uh, that was Daddy Mabe of Hashtag Pay the Grants. With